Welcome back to the Call Me Larry podcast. I am ecstatic to have two legends in the room with me today. We have the one, the only Jeff from Jeffy Go For Gold uh, series that we've had on the show. And we have Scuba Steve, the guest host. How are we doing today, guys? Awesome. Great. So the stars have aligned and these two gentlemen right here. Uh, have found and made their way into the CML studio. And I could not pass up the opportunity to pick their brains. Now, in the past, we've had, uh, you know, our Hot Larry's episode, we had a lightning round where Zach and I had talked about uh, or answered some questions. And I think I have a couple questions here for you guys. So I thought I'd go back and forth and ask you guys. We'll start out pretty straightforward. And, uh, you know, learn a little bit more about Scuba Steve and the Jeff. Uh, you guys excited? The Jeff. Yes, the oh, Jeff. The Jeff. I can the hardly one. wait. The Cap- capital T. Capital T. <laughs> as long as I'm a big Larry, I'm I I'm, I, I feel privileged to be we called got, a big. We have Larry. we have the big Larry. We have the small in stature Larry, big in character over there, which is Scuba. And you have your 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 generic Larry. Your your Larry of the, be, of the show. I may be the largest Larry that you've had on the show. From that standpoint. In more ways than one, yeah. <laughs> Physically. All right, so right, nice and easy. What's your favorite color? Blue. Okay. Um, mine's sky blue. Oh, now, now, did you have to uh, adapt that a little nope. bit once you heard blue? Or nope. are you just a sky blue kind of guy? I'm a sky blue kind of guy. There's a car I so want from 1986. Sky blue, Gulf, really, the, the uh, oil company. Sky blue. Okay. And now, have you guys read the 64-pack of crayons? They have some very interesting colors. I've definitely eaten all 64 <laughs> crayons okay, from so Crayola. Okay, so let me just toss this in. My business is all about color. Oh, shit. That's true. So I sell... He's the color master blue, here. Sky blue ink is much more expensive than <laughs> process blue or what we call cyan in the industry. Now... To take it another step further, most of the pictures that you see that are printed are made from the four basic colors. CMYK. There you go. CMYK. Yeah. Oh, so he does know that. But sky blue might be more like a PMS, PMS 284 blue. So, this guy's speaking tongues. He's speaking printer over here. So what, <laughs> what, what PMS, it's not... Um, MS, it's not, it's PMS, a Pantone Matching System. So there's a system of colors and it's a color book, which is like your crayons. With Pantone chips. There's Pantone chips that match colors and there's several thousand of them. And you have a color book and you match up. Wow. So when you ask someone their favorite color, most of the time people would give you, actually the, the most common answer is blue. The second most common answer is red. Red, right? Blue and red. Those are the, those the, are the, two, those are the lightsaber, co- ask, lightsaber colors, If you baby. ask 100 people, 70 people will tell you blue. And 30 people are will tell you blue. Are you just pulling these stats out of your ass? Or? No, no. Okay, okay. No, I, no, no. no. I know That's awesome. Okay. Stupid Jeff facts. Okay. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, recent business is in printing. And yes. printing uh, coffee bags. So that's why uh, we use Pantone colors for everything. 
So wow. Steve, Steve amaze, never ceases to amaze me <laughs> with his knowledge of just about everything. Okay, and I know some stuff from design. I know that. But uh, that was not the long-winded answer I was expecting on a favorite color. And when I was talking about crayons, I was talking about there's a color called Tickle Me Pink. And that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a version of red. <laughs> but, uh, okay, okay. So we, we, got a, we got a little bit of info there. Uh, next one on the list here. So... Uh, if you don't know, our production studio, uh, Steve, Jeff knows, is made up of squirrels, right? Uh, and Richard is, uh, you know, a great producer on the set. Um, he put this question in. So, I'll start with you here, Steve. Would you rather fight 50 squirrel-sized cows or one cow-sized squirrel? Oh, that cow-sized squirrel will fuck you up. <laughs> okay. When I was a young boy. <laughs> oh, we got a squirrel story here? <laughs> Richard, cover your ears. I was a Boy Scout, and we went to the woods. And I vividly remember, because this is when I was taken in for rabies shots, um, <laughs> I could catch a squirrel. I could catch a squirrel. I was faster than a squirrel. And I would run around a tree trying to catch a squirrel. And one day, at Boy Scouts, I caught a squirrel by the tail. And when you catch a squirrel by the tail and you really hold on to it as a young seven-year-old boy. You caught, you caught a squirrel? Oh, I caught a squirrel that's by crazy. the tail. I understand. Damn, that's some, that's some reflexes there, baby. My arm was messed up after I caught they that squirrel. They are nasty. They nasty, are nasty. nasty. Wow. And you, I, I remember I'd go to the hospital for that one. I caught the squirrel. I remember feeling it. And just like, and I let it just go. Barrage just barraged so my just arm. So just when he thinks... He's caught the squirrel, and he's a winner. He turns around and looks at his arm. He is a loser in that deal. The squirrel caught him. The squirrel the definitely squirrel, caught me. The squirrel was <laughs> laughing all the way back up the tree. So you're going for 50 squirrel-sized cows. Absolutely. 50 squirrel-sized cows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now is, that, is that like Kobe sliders right there? Like, Yeah. Once you kill yeah. them all, right, you can just cook them up. No, Delicious. It, you, you use your foot. You use your punches. <laughs> Wait, haven't you ever heard of cow tipping? Do you know what cow tipping is? Yes, I know what cow tipping okay, is. Okay, so assume, guess what? They're I little. Assume. You can tip them over. <laughs> they can't get up. Cows, okay, little okay. teeny cows laying okay. on the ground all tipped so, so over. So I'm assuming you're the same in that Abs sense. There's no doubt. Okay. I don't want. I don't want to mess with a dog-sized squirrel, let alone <laughs> a cow-sized squirrel. Okay, okay, okay. It would handle three people and mess them up. Okay, great. All right. I think, so, by the way, cow-sized squirrels are called kangaroos. <laughs> kangaroos are nasty. Yeah, too. they really go nasty. boxing. They yeah. go box. I've seen YouTube videos. I have too. A guy got like attacked on a bike. Yeah. On my YouTube recommendations feed, that popped right up in there, baby. Okay, okay. Um, good to know. Now, moving into superpowers. Uh, Jeff is a big superhero guy, right? So, would you rather have invisibility on all of your body except for your fingers and toes or only have super strength in your fingers and toes instead of that invisibility trait? Oh, super strength in fingers and toes. No okay, doubt. okay. Okay, well... Now, yeah, 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 I see that. What are some uses you can you can see with that? You know, just crushing beer cans like it's nothing. Well, I think um, one of my favorite things to do is when you meet someone for the first time is to not necessarily crush their hand, but <laughs> make them Impose your know, will. Impose your will. <laughs> it, it is a dominant position, and it also means that they will never forget you and your handshake. So having a good handshake... 
is going to be in my book, by the way. So you want to be uh, known as the lobster lobster hand man, <laughs> the guy who crushes your hand on impact. I, I don't have to crush, but they know that I'm squeezing not as hard as I can, but hard enough. I'd love to see you try to open up a banana with those hands. Your thing will explode. <laughs> those super strength hands. How, how about you, Steve? So I saw this movie once, and it was called Free Solo, and I think he had the latter, the same one Jeff wants. The super, <laughs> super strength, strong, like fingers and toes. Fingers, yeah, yeah. You ever see that movie, Free Solo? No, no, I've never. No, I, I came up with this off the top. Do, do, do you know what the movie Free Solo is? No. You know what the word free solo means? Free solo cups? I, I... So free solo is the act of climbing without a rope. And oh free solo gosh. is the man who climbs the dawn wall, the the face of, uh, actually not the dawn wall. Dawn wall is the previous one. Uh, in Yosemite, the giant face. Uh, it was un- ever never before been attempted by anyone without a rope because we have to watch that movie later now. Yeah, we do. And oh this man, yeah. he he was he was uh, they scan his brain afterwards, and he doesn't perceive fear in the same way normal humans. Wow! And he climbed this, and it's fully doc. It's such a good documentary because it shows you he practices the hell out of it. He climbs certain sections and shows you him falling with a rope in those sections, and then it cuts to him just climbing it. He eats it without a rope in that same section, and many of those sections are a full jump. Climb, hold on, oh you're holding him by three fingers. Yeah. And he pulls himself up and he keeps on going. It's a no one can that, do that. That is amazing. Multiple I see these guys day hike. It's a multiple day stuff. climb. Amazing. So they, they did, you see in all the movies, right, that people are uh, holding on by the ledge. Oh yep. my God, catch me, Timmy, or whatever. Like, hold on, yep. hold on, mom, you can make it. Whatever it is, right? Um, they, they did on Mythbusters an experiment. Can someone actually hold by their hands? They had 10 people try. No one could last more than five seconds. seconds. No one could last more than five seconds holding their hand. Meanwhile, in the movies, they're holding for for an hour. And then someone tries to step on their fingers and they hold by one hand. Yes. And then they go to the other hand. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy can legit do that. Legit. And they they show some technique. And I've uh, my uh, friends from Colorado took me climbing once, but nowhere near this level. But a lot of it comes down to you literally jam your fingers like in a crack. You jam it in like you're literally just... uh, Squeezing your fingers in as much as possible yeah. until it gets stuck. Yeah. And then you use that to pull yourself up. But now I did that for like a little section of wall. Now imagine the face of Yosemite. You gotta have like callous yeah. hands. Like your entire hand has to be a callus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like blocks. But so we, we have to actually see this now because yeah. it's an incredible. Like on this big screen, you're gonna get vertigo. Oh boy! All right, we gotta check it out. Yeah. So so you'd go the same. A hundred percent. Okay. Because the okay. other one's just creepy. Uh, you can do some fun shit with it. You can mess yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still creepy. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair. Uh, okay, this one's for you, Steve. Is cereal a soup? Think about it. You, you, so you have you have the actual cereal, right? So I gotta, you're putting, I get you're it. putting milk in it. I got to tell you, growing up, my parents were did a couple things American. Um, we grew up with cereal. Yes, we grew up drinking full whole milk. And I remember whole milk, whole milk is, is, is my jam. Tastes I don't, great. I, I Tastes hate great. how people go for the skim milk. The whole milk yeah. is better for you too. Better flavor. Listeners, listeners, not just better flavor, but do you want weak bones or do you want strong bones? If you want strong, strong bones, bones, you want the whole milk. So I remember, I remember uh, thinking about this as a kid. Cereal, what is it? And one day we ran out of milk. And my mother thinking, well, it's just a liquid, which defines soup. It's just a liquid. 
um, put in Sunny Delight. Oh my God! You actually did the like the OJ Sunny milk, OJ Delight. cereal. Yes, the OJ cereal because we ran out of milk, and so look, it's a soup. <laughs> It's straight up a and soup. And you know you drink orange juice or Sunny D yeah. with your breakfast anyway. Exactly. That's Might exactly as well how she just thought. Combine the two. Listeners, it's not good. Don't worry about what it was. It got probably raisin bran because my dad liked raisin bran and I like my licky charms. But it's not good. Okay, so is hey, it by a the soup, way, lucky, is a... lucky Charms is soup with candy or milk with candy. Wait, it's... so yeah, but so so it's soup. It's definitely soup because okay. it means that with you can put any kind of liquid in it. And it's good. That's true. All right, Jeff, I'm going to answer for you here because I already know the answer. Um, you know what my, my dad likes to do? He likes to put cereal and milk together and let it marinate. He likes to let it sit until it's a soggy soup. Like he, That's by choice. For me, I'm on a timer. When I put that milk in my bowl, I got a, a total of three minutes to finish my cereal before my cereal gets soggy. Right, And that's important that it doesn't get soggy. He's the exact opposite. He'll let it sit for 30, 45 minutes until it's fully fully that. seeped in. So it is definitely a soup for Jeff. But here's what happens. So say you have a frosted Cheerio. A frosted Cheerio is only about one quarter of an inch in radius. Think about a soggy one. It's three <laughs> times as big. There you go. You just increased... The size of your goodies. oh, so you're getting more cereal. You're getting more cereal. <laughs> the perception, less the milk, but more, more cereal. The perception of more cereal. It is okay. the perception of more. All right, Jeff. Uh, bouncing over to you. Uh, you know, I, when I was a kid growing up, and you know, I think Steve's in the same boat here. Pokemon was big, uh, and you used to personally uh, feed me magic cards, as in provide me booster packs when I do something good or do your bidding. When I was a small child, you paid me in booster packs. You want me to do something? J J Jason, rub my feet. Jason, uh, go take out the trash. Jason, go pick up sticks. I'll pay you in Pokemon cards, right? And so uh, if you could pick one Pokemon to have at your side out of the original, the OG Pokemon, what would it be for you, Jeff? I know you might need, you could tell me, describe the character if you have like, a little bit of trouble remembering. I know you know them all. Uh... The dragon. Dragonite. So there's two. Oh, Carmel oh, oh, Dragonite. No, no, Dragonite. I like dra Dragonite. Charizard and Charizard. Dragonite. Charizard. Hands down, Charizard. So you just Charizard. Okay. I love Charizard. Okay, okay. Now, what I will tell you about the Pokemon situation with Jason, when he was young, he didn't know Pikachu versus Charizard or the valuable cards. So... I would open up the packs. I would keep all the good ones. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I motivated him with the rejects and wait, the Wait, wait, this is the first time I've heard this. Are you I'm kidding now, me? I'm coming clean because I've lived with that my whole life and I felt guilty about oh. it. So now I feel it obligated Are you to, come, to come clean. That is so messed up. That's something I would do to Rachel. And you did it's that to so me. Funny. And guess what? I would do that to my I guess, sister. I guess you learned it from me. <laughs> I cannot called, believe you. But ultimately, the way I look at it, you get all my cards anyways. Yeah, okay, wait. To be so. fair, those <laughs> cards would not have survived if they ever really got into my possession. That was a tactical move because I have those cards now anyway, and you don't even know that because you and lost you them. you would have beat them up. You I would, they would have been in terrible condition. That, that's exactly. right. Exactly. So. They would have never made it. So, okay, you were looking out for my best interest the whole time. Absolutely. There was, there was a subliminal purpose to my 
Okay. Actually. Well, as much as it hurts me to know that you you took advantage of me, um, I you know maybe I'll pass it down to my son, and that'll be the same concept there. But uh, okay, so Charizard is your your Pokemon. Yeah, I like choice. Charizard. All right, Steve, you're up. What is your Pokemon of choice out of the original um, first first gen? I think it comes to my first Pokemon card. Um, in third grade, my uh, teacher. Mrs. Burns, bless her soul, um, ran a exchange in third grade for Pokemon cards. And there's a list of all the ones that she had. And if we wanted to buy or trade, we could do that. And I remember she gave everyone in class a Pokemon card, which is probably highly illegal, by the way. A teacher uh, using Pokemon cards <laughs> in exchange and giving each kid a piece of crack yeah. in order for them to get on board. Cardboard crack. Cardboard crack, straight up. Um, I got a Ponyta. That was my first card ever. Love it. Yeah. I love it. And that was my inspiration to get into all card games, all cardboard games. And I remember because I used to play baseball, uh, which I'll show you a picture later because I can't find myself in this picture of me and my whole baseball team. But I don't know where I am in this. And it sits on my parents' bedstand table for the last 30-something years. So I don't know where I am, but I, I play baseball. At it. I don't think he's in it. I don't think I'm in it either. The day you were sick that day. I'm yeah, pretty sure I was sick that day. I'm pretty sure. So anyways, <laughs> I used to save my – because we used to get a dollar for snacks uh, at baseball. And uh, I used to save that dollar until I could go to Walmart and for $3.59 or $0.49, cents, I could buy a booster pack. That's how I made all my money because I'd buy the booster pack from Walmart, open it up. And go sell the rare cards at the uh, card shop down the street. Mm, and back then, the the price there was much more um, yeah. arbitrage, so, arbitrage with that, yeah. so right? You, because the prices weren't all public, shared yeah, exactly. online and public. Exactly. Do you think that that buying and selling absolutely gave you hundred percent a real feel for hundred percent for trading and being an entrepreneur and yeah. doing business transactions? Absolutely. And, you know what? I mean, the I, same you, was for me. You did it. Here's my problem. I never sold anything. You're terrible at selling. I'm terrible. I'm great at buying, and I'll buy all day. And then all I do is build up inventories that my wife wants to throw away <laughs> of everything. Rocks. She doesn't want to throw coins away, which is I think is probably good because they're worth a lot of money. I mean, they're straight money. It's minerals. It's, they are it's money. money. They, that is cash. But I did. I learned... To buy, but I still didn't learn. I did do some trading over the years, and I took advantage of, of some other people, but and I'm not proud of that. But that's part of learning. Yeah, the learning the way to the world too. No, I got you. Okay, um, so Ponyta and Charizard, uh, Jeff. This one is directed towards you. If there is a man in the forest, but there is no woman to hear, is he still wrong? <laughs> no, the only t the only time a man is wrong is when there is a woman in the forest, and if there is a woman in the forest, he is always wrong. <laughs> he, he's not. He's never right. Women, we love you. We we love you, <laughs> and you are smarter than us in a lot of ways. So it's totally justified. Um, but it, I thought that was very funny and that was something that you could, uh, draw some parallels to. Just a little bit of humor, uh, you know, over here. Okay, so, uh, next question. Uh, Steve. Yeah. What's something that's invisible to, to people's eyes that you wish people could see? Or, like, that was visible? It could be anything. 
if you uh, and everyone else could see something uh, that isn't currently visible to the human eye. How much someone trusts someone else, I wish that was visible to the human eye. I wish that was something you could actually see because it's it's the amount of deception and the amount of bullshit and everything, the amount of chess that's played and politics. I don't like it. I don't get it. I went to a school full of people like that. Yeah. I wish you could see it. And it, as you grow in life, you actually do get to see it. And you get to understand it a lot better. But it's like, it's the people who you don't see it. Those are the people who have the opportunity to hurt you the most. Yeah. And 100%. that's, that, that's one of the, that's, that's very rough. That's, that's really, uh, you know, I think that's kind of profound. Um, it, it's like you, you figure it out over time. Right. Yeah. But if it's something that you can see on the spot, if somebody's trustworthy, right. And really has your best intentions, uh, and vice versa, if you have their best intentions out front, that would really change a lot of dynamics in the world and resolve a lot of issues before they even happen. By the that's way, that is, but that's, it's called a, being able to judge someone's character. And that is not something that is easy to do. Um, and it's something that pe some people will live their whole lives and not be able to do yeah. that. But if you can be a good judge of character um, and see those things and read through, it's, it's definitely a leg up in life. It really is. No, that's awesome. And uh, do you have any, any other ideas around that, or do you second that, Jeff? I think that's a, uh, that was a great um, answer. I, I also wish you could see the size of someone's uh, heart. As it refers to character, you know, are they a generous and giving type person, or are they someone that wants to take? Okay. Wow, I, that was two great answers, guys. I was going to say, um, I'd like to see where uh, someone's fart so I can avoid it. <laughs> so, Good answer. Yeah, that was a lot more, uh, you know, base level. <laughs> By the way, there is, um, I think there is a video of, on YouTube, and it does show that there is a, um, a way to see. I don't know if it's ultraviolet. I think it, it's... Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. So infrared, someone, infrared. Infrared. It, you see it heat. Notice it's a heat I think seeking. I think it's fake, but it's still heat, funny. It's, it's heat seeking, and it shows what happens with a fart. All right, quick one here. Uh, how do you feel, Jeff, about pineapple on pizza? This is a... Before you answer, you might not be familiar with this. I think Steve is. It's a heated debate in society. People are very judgmental. It's almost a bipartisan, you know, Democrat versus Republican. It's it's heavy. So pineapple on pizza or not? Does it belong or does it not? No, pepperoni. Uh, 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 okay, Steve, how would you answer that? So it's how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? No. This just straight up last Both week. of you guys are... I can't believe I had you on my show. Are you kidding me? Why, you're Mr. Pineapple? Hawaiian pizza. No. Whoever heard it... By the way, oh pizza God. was invented in... Actually, it wasn't invented in Italy, but I think i got to figure out. I'm not sure where it was I invented, can't believe but. you're on this show. That's ridiculous. See, pineapple pizza for the win. Jeff, what's the strangest place you've peed? Steve, you're up next, so start thinking. There's so many places that I pee. That's a very... <laughs> Very difficult. There has for a to guy. be a memorable place. Well, I guess the memorable place would have been at a football game, tailgating, and writing my name in <laughs> script. In the, snow? in the snow. In the snow. In script. In uh, script. You're advanced. Wow. And, That's some advanced. And 
and we brought someone over to verify what I wrote, and they could read it. How long did it take you? Was there stopping and starting involved? Well, I, let's not get into it. was a short, I was Jeff. I wrote my name, Jeff, and it was legible. My name, Jeff. <laughs> my name, Jeff. That is hilarious. Uh, how about you, Steve? Uh, Benjamin Franklin, University of Pennsylvania, peed right on his face. <laughs> okay. I, I peed off the side By of the By the way, mountain, Ben but... Franklin was a very famous inventor. Was there <laughs> was there any um, reason to pee on his face or he just happened to be in the way? That's the thing you do. And when you go do that, when you realize afterwards how many Asian families go hug and kiss Benjamin Franklin, it just adds to the flavor. Every, Every single <laughs> Asian family that goes there wow. kisses it for years. So there was more to that story. 100%. Okay, um, which body part do you wish you could detach and why? That's a good question. Sometimes I feel like you could just take the head and you put it somewhere and you could like watch TV, do something, let the rest of the body rest. It's like sometimes you're just like, yeah. I just want to keep on going, but this ain't keeping up. Yeah, or maybe the body can operate without the head. Like, you're like oh, I got to go get my laundry. I'm going to exactly. put my head on the no. couch and I'll go get no, my you, laundry. You take the head and you set it up in front of the TV yeah. and then you put the body to go through a whole workout. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you yeah, set it up, there and you then go. and the head just makes sure. Did I get my cardio in yet? Oh, did there I you sweat? Go. There you go. The head Life gets hacks. to watch. The head can play video games. Life hacks, people. Life hacks. That's great. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was great. Thank you for answering this, uh, these questions. Uh, you know, scuba. Is there any kind of stuff you want to talk about to kind of uh, finish this off? Look. A lot more episodes of Call Me Larry coming. I expect to be on many more of these shows no matter where I am. And I expect us to be hosting one of these on a beach somewhere sometime soon, all three of us. So look forward to doing that with all the listeners and with the, the Larrys here. CML Beach Edition coming soon. Uh, that's great. Thank you. And uh, uh, Jeff, thank you for uh, coming by. Is there anything you want to close out with? No, I just want to say um, I feel very... Uh honored to be involved in the Call Me Larry episodes, any and all of them, and I hope that I have many more opportunities to participate. You guys will definitely be back. Uh, thank you for coming by, and we will see you all soon. Peace. And I'm asking myself, can I trust you? Making money and I spend it. New model in my bed, did I mention? On another level, my money embedded.